Hi, I'm Tim. I'm Walter. And this is Popcorn Pulse 58. I'm glad you looked that up first. That's why I have the excerpts open. Makes it makes it that much easier. Anyways, we were in the middle of a discussion about the Batman and such, and then we were like, we should record this shit, so we just hit record. Because we're talking about movies, and this is the proper show to be doing that. The right forum for us to actually be tracing these dead thoughts down. So... We were I discussing was... things we've discussed many a times, but right. whatever, we're going to talk about anything. Again, right now, out of nowhere, it's not even the movie we're going to talk about together. No, but what I wanted to, I, what we were talking about briefly, and this is just something that was, it's been boiling a little bit in my head. I know I've talked, like, I've probably skirted the issue about Nolan. My, I have, as much as I like Christopher Nolan, there are a couple of big issues I have with him, and one of the biggest issues which leads to why his Batman movies are, in my opinion, not the best Batman movies. Real quick, for all of you people out there, please stop saying Inception for things inside of other things, like the Russian nesting doll thing. There's actually a name for it. It's driving me nuts because I can't remember what it's for called. For what? The, the nesting dolls? No, not well, for that idea of the nested inside of a... Right, there's actually a name for that. Okay. It's not... Inception. Inception is the idea that they were putting the idea in his head. They were, in, you know, like making him come up with it on his own so that it actually... That was the point of the movie. It's not the inside of inside of thing. That's not Inception. That's what everyone thinks about Inception. Well, no, it's like, and whenever anything does that, the, that inside, inside type of thing in any way, shape, or form, Inception, man! No! No, that's not what, in, that's not what Inception means. Anyways... Anyway. Just, that uh, drives me nuts, because it's like, no, no, that's not, you're using it wrong. Stop it. Stop it. I wish I had the term, and I'd give it to you all right now so you could use it properly and correct people, but it's just my brain is not going to give it to me, because I need it. And that's how my brain works. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, so, Nolan. Everyone, everyone, I'm pretty sure overall, I mean, other than a few really angry contrarians, have positive feelings for the Christopher Nolan Batman movies. Maybe the third one doesn't, probably not, but I think everyone would agree. Number two is the best of those three, by all means, and I, I don't think there's any argument on that, right? I don't know. I'm going to rewatch those uh, a few of those here in the next few weeks, because uh, I want to reform my opinions on it, but I could go with that at this point. Okay, well that's fair. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna argue it by any means. I, like I said, I, I want to rewatch. I just rewatched the original Batman. I'm kind of kind of through them because I don't feel like I remember them well enough. Yeah. It's every a, time I rewatch the original Batman, I'm relearning things about it that I didn't catch at all. It's it's so much deeper than I thought. Having rewatched the second one recently, it's amazing how bad it is and how it is it's also amazing how much of it's held together by the fact that christopher walken exists in it <laughs> and how distract and that's the thing that i never occurred to me when i saw it as like when i saw it as a kid was that christopher walken is like another villain so they have two villains running at the same time which wow that sets a precedent for a lot of comic book movies like it's a second movie we got what more can't have just one villain two villains two villains even if he's just an evil, corrupt businessman. Not just that. I mean, but let's go with just any... I don't even know where to go with this. Like, Star Wars does the same thing. Star Trek does the same thing. Oh, it's the second movie. One villain's not enough. It's not upping the ante from the last movie. Two villains! Two <laughs> villains! And they both want to destroy the world. Yeah! 
Okay. I mean, I don't know how much more destroyed the world can get if one of them succeeds, but... I mean, Batman and Robin had what, like four? Five? Six? Uh, Let's see here. Uh, full villains? No, you. I think you have three, because you have Mr. Freeze, Poison Ivy, and Bane. What are we, what are we talking about? Batman and Robin or Batman Forever? Batman and Robin? Batman for, that's Batman Forever. That's Batman Forever. No, Batman and Robin, you've got Two-Face... Oh, Riddler. No, Two-Face and Riddler, which actually... And Riddler and Teen Angst. And Teen Angst? You that is a villain in a that A full one. villain? Think about it. Teen, teen Angst from a man in his 20s? <laughs> that's that's another villain that appears, right? It's miscasting. <laughs> horrible, horrible miscasting. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Alicia Silverstone is a villain. Her bad acting is yeah. a villain in that. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm, an Eng- I'm the granddaughter of an English woman. Uh-huh. And you grew up in England, you say? Which is why you, you sound I, like... I was in New Jersey. That's how I lost my accent. I lost my accent because I grew up in America. That's not an American accent, <laughs> Del Toro. No, not even... That's cool. not an anything accent. I'm pretty sure... Please he's... stop talking. Are you the inspiration for Mumbles from the Dick Tracy <laughs> universe? Because that's what you're doing. No, we completely got off track. Completely. Nolan. As, as it were. So, Nolan, my biggest problem <laughs> is that you can't picture the Batman from there... In the comic book universe. And I say this because even though Batman is perhaps a bit more grounded of the DC, fantastical things happen, right? Ray Shakul is probably the best example. A guy who's pretty resilient to death, like fairly immortal, that kind of thing. Clayface is another, right? Poison Ivy, another like part of the whole metahumans thing. Like, I'm sure that's just, I don't know if that's DC's thing for mutants, but that's what I saw in her description. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Right. No, you can't not picture... Just, not just mutants, because they go all over the fucking place. But right. Basically. Right. It's kind of like... Well, Marvel doesn't call them mutants anymore, because well, the whole sold the rights to the names mutants, so they're, they're just well, completely... Only, only in the films. No, in the comic books, they don't make no mu- no, new mutants. No, they do. Well, they don't make new mutants. They've actually been just introducing characters as other something. I forget what they are. Humans of some kind, or aliens, or whatever the fuck. Just so they can get out of that copyright. Well, that way they don't have... They, those characters can't be portrayed in Fox. Yeah. Yeah. Because Disney really wants all of their Marvel properties. That's why Dear they bought Fox, it. Dear Fox, just sell it to them. Just sell them for like $6 billion and give them I kinda don't, Hugh Jackman I kinda, while you're at it. I kind of don't want them to because honestly, it's nice to have superhero films that are good but not exactly the same as every other Marvel movie, like, just they're all yeah, but being the, the stamped. the Marvel movies have gone to shit, and they're all just rubber stamp bullshit, and they need some help, and maybe, maybe Wolverine can come in and save it. No, no, Wolverine can't save it. If he could... Not because I think Wolverine solves everything. I think we've made ourselves clear how we feel about Wolverine yeah. in general. No, I just want Hugh Jackman to show his naked ass on screen in the middle of all that shit and be like, y'all think you're cool? Look at me, I'm like 60 years old and I've still got a better body. Suck it, bitches! And then the blob goes and eats more. He'll never look like that. I just wanted to piss off Hemsworth and them. Yeah. Pretty boys need to learn. (laughs) Anyway, uh... But you can't picture that, and that's actually, I think, Nolan's problem. That's, like, one of my, like, niggling complaints about Inception is that for being inside of a dream world, they don't do dream things. 
Like, for example, like... Randy, Randy, once it's gone to shit, they never go, like... Once they start folding buildings around and shit. Right. Once you get to that point where, like, where the guy is aware he's in a dream, go nuts. Why does it have to be, like, a heist with regular guns and regular cars? Why not a giant flying eagle with laser vision? I dream some weird shit. Yeah. Well, no, I dream some kind of strange things. My girlfriend dreams some weird shit. She tells me some of her dreams. Holy crap. Yeah. But anyway, that that was just a... That's just like that's my only serious gripe about Nolan is he's just he's the kind of guy who I feel like looks at comic books and goes, Man, that'd be cool, but they're so they're so jokey. We gotta take that out of there. We gotta make him serious. Yeah. Anyway. And then Zack Snyder's like, Yeah, man, that's what makes comic books good, is if they're all grim and gritty and everyone hates each other. Should we start a discussion about how um, what's his name is not Joker? No. We'll talk about it some other time. Brain just went dead. Heath Ledger Heath is Ledger. what you're thinking. Yeah. Some other time. Anywho. Anywho. Uh, I just want to talk about that wood mahogany all over the fucking place in, in uh, Wayne Manor. Mahogany. Mahogany. How much do you love saying that word? No, it's a good one. It's not just mahogany. I mean, there's there's chairs also. But Jesus Christ, the set of that thing. That's a, the one thing I just couldn't stop looking at was all the th- the pieces made of wood. And is it Jack... Yeah. Oh, no, Jack is... Jack. No, wait. There's Jack Nicholson, and there's Jack Palance. Palance. What's his character's name? I don't remember. Just Mafia Guy? I can't, he has a fucking name. And it's well, just everyone has a name. But anyways, his office? Holy shit. If you look at some of the desks, like in the background and stuff, of course, his desk, and you just look at him for a second, and you go, you can't even find that kind of wood to make furniture anymore. And you can't. I mean, technically, some of it you can still find. It's just a fucking impossible to source and it's gonna cost you more than the fucking piece will be worth anyway my little rant there because I was just holy crap everywhere you turn in Wayne Manor the only thing dumb about Wayne Manor is that uh is the the art suits of armor yeah because they get all fucking weird because the 80s I guess anyway uh this is the interior from that movie from Batman it's oh, Hatfield really? House, yeah. I knew they had to use a real house. Yeah, well, of course. There's no way they did that. That was a set. So we were discussing before that'd be the the value of that set would be half the cost of the movie. Yeah, no, you just yeah, everyone just uh, shit. Yeah, you borrow things from everything. That's that's the Hatfield yeah. House, huh? Yep. Where is it located? Uh, Headingsworth or something? Hertfordshire, some H thing. In, like, in England. Yeah. Yeah, some old family that has way too much money. Maybe. Or it's just an estate from that, and they've, like, rented out. Like, what are they going to use it for? I don't know, but... You know, having an estate is expensive. Nice place. Films help pay for that. <laughs> There's well, actually a couple of... How ma- many of these old money people ha- are, have jobs anymore to bring in new money? Hmm. Anyway, uh, where are we at? Uh, oh, we have a movie to talk we, about. We do have a movie. Uh, over ten minutes in, we can finally mention that we have a movie. Yeah, now that we've gone off about Batman and Nolan and other shit that has nothing to do with what we're going to talk about. Which is the way I like to write stories, by the way, is just start out on something that has nothing to do with the story. Just get you going. Yeah, my English teacher was never happy in college. Racism is just stupid. Oh, I hate it. This goes, no, this goes nowhere. Did you laugh? Shut up! But I did do that in high school, too. I had one that was literally just all this thing, and then this story's not about him. And then I just kind of went in, and the teacher's like, the fuck is this shit? And I'm like, what? It's funny. It's, it, it, uh, 
You don't get it. I guess the joke. You get it? Because you expect it to go somewhere, but it doesn't. I'm playing with your expectations. Anyway, uh, Brainstorm. So this was actually a request. Yeah, uh, sure it was. The Enchanter says this, but I think he's lying because he just wanted to do some bad Christopher Walken shit. I'm going to check the easemails. I am going to find, if I uh, look up through my email, see if I can find who recommended this. Just so you can lay the blame there and I, I can lay the thanks. Okay, so it starts with, um, I don't remember where it starts with, a weird kaleidoscope bullshit. Yep. And then Christopher Walken, I guess. Was that the opening scene? I forget the opening scene already, and I just fucking watched it. Uh, I will forget this movie in probably four hours. I will wake up tomorrow and remember nothing. I, will, I just want you all to know how much of an impression that made. I will say I am not going to forget it. Of course you won't. It was terrible, and you probably enjoyed the shit out of it. You're like, look at the campiness. <laughs> no, no, not the campiness. Actually, there was a lot of... I was disappointed when the, things like that happened. And we'll talk about that as we get there. Uh, man, all I can find is people saying brainstorming and brain this. I don't know. Somewhere. Somewhere. Uh -huh. uh, where are we at? So, uh, it starts off in a lab, and there's a guy wearing a ridiculous rig, and he's being super jokey. Oh, my God. Yeah, all right. Time oh, to go. God. And he, he, I That's wanted to right. punch him so hard, that guy. I don't. Even, I know he has a name. I'll just call him Asshole, because it's all he is. He's just the asshole. Yes. It... Christopher Walken is sitting there, dead-eyed, in a chair, looking as if he just saw the reviews for the film. Just like <laughs> that's probably what they were, what they actually showed him at that scene. And he's just like, no. And mind you, this is when Christopher Walken was doing things like this is in that era where he was doing the Bond movie as a uh, Max, whatever. Uh, he'd also done like the Dead Zone by this point, so he had he he wasn't this like super... he was up there. That was, that was his, the highlight of his career, I think. Yeah, I'd say he wasn't he wasn't doing super great. I'm not saying he didn't bad. do better movies after that. He did. We're just saying. His amount of in-demand was up there. Eh, I don't know if it was in-demand, but i say he was walking that line of being a rising star and possibly tapering off into obscurity. Because that's kind of what happens. You get some of those, especially like the 80s, 70s, you have people who would show up, they do a lot of movies, and then they start doing like bigger to mid-budget sci-fi, and either they break out of that and go away and never come back, or some people just kind of hop around... Very few people stay, like, do sci-fi and remain big at that point. That's a little more common nowadays to where you'll have, like, name-brand actors show up in a sci-fi movie or something. Yeah. Not as much. But anyway, uh, so, yeah, he's sitting there wearing what appears to be the a slightly more advanced version of Doc Brown's mind-reading equipment from Back to the Future. Okay. It kind of does. Like it, like it has little like transistors and diodes all over it. Clearly, someone just raided or put a, grabbed shit out of a drawer in Radio Shack and stapled it to a colander and said, "There, that's your that's your brain helmet, Chris." And he's like, "Okay." Yeah, it reads his brains. Yeah, well, it doesn't just read his brain. It's it's sending images from asshole. Yeah, but um, the thing that bothers me that always bothered me about all of these all of these movies, even to today. They're still bad about this. They make this rig that's supposed to do these things, right? To interact with the brainses. Sure, why not? And it's a fucking football helmet. Okay, so the prop department needs to get fucking smacked upside the head. Fine, fine. But the actor that's put in this thing 
moves the fucking thing around on their head. A lot. How are you reading anything? Well, the best part is not only is it moving around, but, like, there's a camera for some reason. And he's holding it with one hand all the time, because obviously it was kept falling. Yeah. Because, again, the prop department didn't pick a football helmet, because that's what the fuck it is, is a fucking football helmet that fit. It's obviously way too fucking loose for his tiny little brain for an actor that just needs to be shot in the head yeah. to make it bigger. Now, one thing I will, I will say I like is that the brain-scanning helmet... Get, as it goes through the movie, gets more and more refined, which I like, because too, too often in movies, you either have, when you join the plot, either the product is already super tiny and sleek, or it's super stupid and bulky. There's never a happy medium. Or, this or one starts out huge. They have a big roll-around cart and everything right. that they're just testing with. And by the end of the movie, they've got it down to this little tiny, like... Like a headband. Like a headband. Yeah. Because they figure out they don't need all the equipment there. They can make it remote and just put the sensors and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And I like the, the mid-unit. I was wondering why they didn't just stick with that one. Because they were, like, a real... I feel like the guy who directed this, who, by the way, also did Time After Time, another movie I've talked about, uh, actually understood that in manufacturing you don't go just from giant bulky prototype instantly to off you know off the shelf product like he understood like and he wanted to demonstrate that a little bit it was like this is from conception to production kind of thing like i it's a kind of it's a nice little detail that makes the universe feel that much more real like it makes it makes Christopher Walken's world feel like it exists because this is the kind of thing that's going on in the background. No one's commenting on it. Like the like the main character isn't getting badgered by the CEO to do it. It's just something that's happening as part of being as part of a company. Someone is going, okay, we need to make this smaller because otherwise people won't wear it. We can't sell it. Like that's actually like the only line there is. And like his his ex wife, not really sure. Okay, uh, so yeah, subplot there. His wife. And him are getting a divorce. They're selling their house, which is a really fucking nice house. It's got this cool pool in it. Fucking insane. Tell me that pool wasn't kind of cool. That just wood that comes out on the second floor above it. And you're like, yeah, that's a nice place. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. You're selling this because of the divorce? Are you stupid? They they can't stand each other. Or whatever. But. So, they have a thing. Yeah, they're getting, it's whatever. We'll, We'll move back to that. Uh. The guy who's the CEO, by the way, played Uncle Ben in Spider-Man. That is to say the Sam Raimi Spider-Mans. In case you knew that. So it's every time. And oh, by the way, he has a line uh, talking about uh, great responsibility. And it's impossible not to imagine Tobey Maguire just, like, weeping openly at being yelled at by his crazy uncle wearing, you know, 80s polyester slacks with no pleats. Okay. Just a thing. That's just like every time you talk, I just I just imagine Tobey Maguire going, "No, Uncle Ben, you're dead. You're not actually the, the CEO." I like to imagine this is his heaven after he is after he died, and like every time he disappears, he's going off to tell Peter, like, "No, you gotta keep being a hero. Not I've gotta go golf or whatever." Anyway, Anyhows. uh, there's his coworker Lillian. Coworker? Yeah, the like- the blonde lady. She's, like, I don't know if we call it a co-worker. She's the second day. Like, actually, her developed this together, I guess. I, 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 she's I, almost lead. Right. I like. I actually and think... she changed smoke so fast that they, they make a point of this. Like, while they're doing this stupid test at the beginning, she smokes, like, 17 cigarettes. 
light. I think it likes her. She's lighting another one. Ah! It's like, was the actress unable to stop smoking? I mean, was she like, you know what? I'm, I'm testing if these things give you lung cancer right now. If if those suits are correct, I'll have it by the end of the movie. Maybe she wanted to record what cancer was like. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, actually, I think she is in charge of the project because she's the one that gets all pissy with Uncle Ben. So, let's just jump forward because subplot of people fucking each other is in there for whatever reason. And... Well, the real like, development when things finally happen is that... Is the Christopher same Walken's, shit? No, Christopher Walken's wife comes in with a prototype. He grabs it from her, has her sit down and wear it, says, clear your mind, and then he like, records for like 30 seconds and then sends her away, like, okay, take off. Then he puts it on and watches her thoughts because he's like, okay, this, this thing. Uh, they're not really clear what exactly they plan on doing to sell this thing. They keep showing footage of like, you know, oh, here's a POV of someone riding a roller coaster or... They, they keep, at first it's all these super great experiences, so um, big titty girls going down slides and parties and stuff. Well, mixed in with mostly high adventure shit. Race cars, jets, right. uh, skydiving of various kinds, like the, the squirrel suit stuff and... Yeah. Yeah. Lots of flying shit. Yes. Yeah. And you're like, okay. And then they, I like when they're showing the board and they're just the committee or whatever they call them. But they're the, the investors, basically. Right. And they're just going through all these things, mostly flying and, you know, driving and that kind of shit going over a cliff and around um, Niagara Falls and stuff. And then all of a sudden it gets this party with a bunch of big titted girls and they, they shut it off. The, they go to the, they, they zoom out and there's the two guys like, ah, and the girls just look like, oh. Just like the what? old lady. Yeah. Sorry about that, ladies. Sorry, sorry, ma'am. Yeah. Yeah. Some of our developers. Yep. Yep. Anyway, uh, what the market of, of this is, we're not a hundred percent sure. But apparently, it's very lucrative for reasons. Also, the military's involved, as you suddenly find out later on. Because this is the eighties. <clears throat> yeah. Because everything in the eighties, the scientific thing that will revolutionize the world, is hijacked by the evil. Evil, evil military. And here's the best part. Throughout the whole movie, it's not very clear what the military wants of this. There are a lot of applications I come up off the top of my head of being able to record and play someone's experiences. Number one would be uh, it basically take your best soldier and you could run their life or scenarios they've seen into other people and basically give them the same kind of on-the-ground training without actually having to risk their lives. Instantaneous <clears throat> training? like Yes. Not just instantaneous, but, oh my god, the level of training you could get so quickly, which would save people's lives. Incredible. I know that sounds weird. Uh, our soldiers would be more effective. Christopher Walken actually mentions something similar when he's like, the kid, like his son is looking at, like, what's this? He's like, oh, that could get you through the seventh grade in about 15 minutes. Yeah. yeah, it's basically a prototype of like the teaching machine in in the Matrix, which is, again, I think this is connected. That's my hypothesis. That this is actually all part of that. That would, uh, the kind of things you could do. You could the porn industry. They do touch on that one because they have the one clip of the one you know right. people having sex. So asshole records himself having sex with his girlfriend or whatever, and then gives the tape to one of the investors. Or not the investor, one of the guys, one of the guys who works in the project. He's not. He's like a hands-on, you know. Apparently, they were this. passing this around at the party they were at, where the, right. the military showed up, and what's her name could be all huffy, the blonde chick. Right. Because military. Military's evil. Murmur, 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 murmur. 
I gotta make a weapon with my laser. Right. Thanks, Val Kilmer. Yeah. What did you think they were gonna do with it? <laughs> How dare they get in here? How dare they? I've only been okay with the fact that they've been paying for everything this whole time. How dare they? That's the thing I always hate. The military comes and is paying for all these projects. And they even point that out to these people, and they're always pissed. There's always some doctor or whatever that's always pissed that how dare they come in and take my work. You didn't have a problem with them footing the bill. Well, and the funny part is, like, the military doesn't take the work. They just copy your notes and they go and develop it more into the weapon. Unless, of course, You still get the credit. Unless it's something crazy where they really want to keep enemy, you know, enemy states from getting it. Like, turbine motors. They didn't outlaw it. They just kind of shut that down and put it in tanks and shit. I think they didn't really see a lot of use for it in vehicles. Which is sad, because it would have been it would have been fucking great. Just say we would have had a lot more efficient cars. We could still do it, and I don't know why the fuck they won't. Eh. Oh wait, they don't want more efficient cars. Well they do, but they don't. They don't care that much. They don't they don't care. Car anyway. It's not car companies are evil, they just they don't care. They they want money. And it's not profitable. And the the amount of inertia in a corporation, especially of those sizes, oh, is incredible. If people understood, if people understood how how difficult it is, just it would saying be inertia to, doesn't quite get it across. Um, yeah, I guess it does. Just changing I'm, things. I'm too. I'm pretty sure that Newton came up with his laws of motion not after observing a falling apple. But probably after having been stuck in a board meeting that went 10 hours, <laughs> he was probably like, oh my god. Man, these guys will all just stay at rest if nobody comes in and makes, oh my god, I have an idea. I have a fucking idea. To give you guys an idea, Mitsubishi tried doing electric motors on all four wheels. It's, it's a great idea for a vehicle. It gives you so much control and they can do all sorts of cool things with it. Yeah, and that shit went out the window when they figured out the practical side of that is just insane on the corporation. I mean, think about all the things you'd have to change. All of your all of your lines, all of your factories. The weather setup don't work at all anymore. That's that's billions of dollars. On an idea. Nope. Yeah. They're not gonna do that. I wouldn't do that. Would you throw billions of dollars in an idea that seems kinda nice? Is it maybe or may not pay out? I don't yeah, know. No. Anyway. Where are we at? Oh, yes. So, a big resolutionary idea, blah, 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 military is evil because right. they're but evil. But then, then, later on we find out the military has a brainwashing tape, which isn't really a brainwashing tape. It's just a tape that can apparently drive you insane. Well, they have a couple of evil things, but they don't think it's the military. See, that's the thing I hate. The military in this is not evil. Who's evil is the dumbass hack doctor guy that they have working for them. That's there to spy, but not spy, or whatever the fuck it is. Assholes? Yeah. Yeah. Just fuck with. That's that's all he is. He, he's just there to fuck things up. Anyway, uh, so the big... The, the plot, for whatever it is, gets kicked off, and this is... We're not doing it nearly enough justice, because there's just so much going on that they really just, like, were... You, could, you feel like they were just chopping scenes at will trying to make this thing make sense. Uh... It was not helped by the fact that the lady, Natalie Wood, by the way, died shortly before they finished this. Which one? Uh, the love interest, the wife, I believe. Did she? Yes. Ah, but how'd they finish it, then? Uh, they reused a few extra scenes and things like that and show her Hopefully from the back. Hopefully they, they filmed the ending already? 
Yeah, that, that part helped. I mean, you know, when you film things out of order, that's where it pays off, as if you're... Uh, apparently the studio... So if you film the beginning and the end of a movie first... You're fine. You then can you can just hack it together. Yeah, you can hack it together with, like, lots of shots of people from the back, maybe some, uh, a lot of overdub dialogue from, like, a test reading, you know, add some background noise to drown out the fact it sounds like there's a coffee maker running behind him, because there is, because they're just hanging out in the conference room with you. Uh, you know, call it good. Where are we Stop at? Stop making noise. You don't even have a microphone on you. Ping. Uh, so Lillian, the head of the project, she has a heart condition. They really don't really talk about it, but she ends up having a heart attack or something one night in the lab, which then causes her to decide, instead of calling for help, she hooks herself up to the brain recorder and then dies. And then it's recorded for like eight hours or whatever. Sorry, I have to take the boom down for the microphone that we're not using. It's just sitting here going click, 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 click. And whether it's picking it up or not, it's driving me nuts. At the very least, yes. Uh, for some reason, Christopher Walken gets attached to this tape. Now, we will, at this point, we found out because he realizes that by having his ex wife sit in the chair and by doing the recording, he sees like a bunch of random memories from her. He realizes that this thing can record memories as well as current experiences. Uh, it also records emotions as well as other sensations. So now he sees a few things that have happened. Well, I don't think it was intentional at first. It's no. like they expanded upon it to be able to do these things. Like they saw some potential. Because it didn't at first seem to do that. At first it seemed to mostly just do visual and taste and that kind of stuff. Sensory. Right. And I think they expanded it. Because somebody mentioned the, the ability to do that. And they said they're working on that. Right. Like they were clearly still futzing around with other things. But anyway... Uh, so he has this revelation because he sees a couple of like fights they had from her perspective and then so what he does is he goes home because apparently this is the kind of really casual lab where you can take any equipment home you want to fuck around no, no it's not his home that's the lab it's the separate lab that's in his home or something which doesn't make any sense because it's not in his home because he goes there again later and does something and one of the other guys is like they're in the lab I don't know maybe it's the lab in his home they maybe. call it the lab it could be. Like, again, not very clear. But nonetheless, he makes a bunch of recordings about things he remembers, like like how they met and how he still feels about her, and makes her live through it. And then they're like, oh, I didn't know. And they're all happy together again, which is a cool kind of moment because you're like, oh, they're, they're showing more what this technology is capable of. Which made me glad of. that they didn't go in on their other love interests and all. It was just like, throw that shit to the side. Yeah. So now they're back together. They're they, happy. They, they did. They're just like... Psh. Right. So but, but unnecessary because of, characters were not over necessarily um, present. Yeah. They didn't take up a lot of screen time, no. Uh, then all of a sudden, after she, uh, Lillian dies, he gets a, he wants to live her death tape for some reason. Now, and he first tries to tries to go through it, and the asshole is spying on him, and they have like a secondary feed that they can watch well, in as well. The first time he tries it, nobody else is doing anything yet. They were calling up everybody right and he and starts he, and he immediately starts having a heart attack and shit and the other guy takes it off you know throws off and the other guy stops it and they're just like let's try that again but i'm going to turn off the uh christopher walker's like i'm going to make some modifications to yeah, like I'm gonna this turn off the, the the what was it um heart or, or some s- feedback or yeah, whatever it, he actually says like resuscitator not resuscitator um whatever circulatory basically it can kind of also affect your breathing and your heart rate too and he knows this, so he, he makes modifications, shuts things off. And you'd think one of them would be like, no, one of them just casually, because they hook up some guinea pig asshole to the thing. 
Because he's going to experience it the no, same it's, time. No, it's regular. It's the asshole from the very beginning who had that on and it was doing. Oh, a taste was that him? Yes. Which was I was. It oh, was okay. the kind of karmic justice. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, then they're just like, hey, didn't he say something about turning off the this stuff? Yeah, whatever. It's fine. Shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. He's I'm like, hey, Doctor Douchebag. I'm Doctor Douchebag. I make I make douchebag virtual porn for a living. All right. I'm no to actually do research. I just wear a lab coat because it's easier to get to my dick. And then all of a sudden he starts having a heart attack. Like, oh, God, this was unexpected. And he doesn't shut it off right away for whatever stupid reason. No, and the even, guy's dead even better, now? Even better, all the people in the room are, like, watching him go through, and he's, like, clutching his chest melodramatically. And they're like, huh, Steve? Well, one guy's like, shut it off. Uh, shut it off. He's like, um... He's, like, looking around for, like, he wants someone else to weigh in. He's like, wait a minute, what I got? He's like, okay, I got one for shout off. Anyone, $2 for leave it on? Leave it on? Anyone? I How think we got to wait to see what uh, what Steve there says. He's the one experiencing yeah. it. He's not saying nothing, so I think we should keep going. Survey says heart attack. <laughs> Ping! No, no people said heart attack. Sorry. Uh, let's see. So, Chris, so there's this huge elaborate plot that but goes on. But they shut off? Him. No, the other guy shuts it off. Right. At the whatever the fuck his name. And they is. kick him out. Uncle Ben is like, "Bro, you can't do it. This is bad. This is dangerous." Yeah, because you see where this is going at this point. He's gonna see the afterlife. Right. And again, they don't really explain why he's suddenly so attached to it. Like, if they maybe threw in a line about how like maybe he's just like because he's living Lillian's life a little bit like he has there's tons of memories that go through his head that maybe because he's almost taking on her personality now he wants to see what happened to himself in essence because of that well he did say that he's he has the chance to glimpse the the one thing we must all face on science and science and blah 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 with his wife Death, science, blah, blah, merger, you know, new age, hippy-dippy, blah, blah, blah. Uh, so they have this very convoluted, heisty kind of thing where they hack into the place remotely, both of them at the same time while having a conversation, uh, pretending to, like, make up over a fight they had that was staged. Uh, this is where the movie gets really dumb, and I know it sounds really dumb as it is. No, it gets... It gets dumb to the point where everything's totally inconsistent almost up until this point the part where she hacks into the production facility and starts making things go haywire and it turns into a Don Knotts film because the security guard comes in and all he sees like the mechanical arm flailing around having a seizure and it's like you know knocking boxes over and he pulls his gun he pulls his gun and then the the arm like kind of flail like starts throwing things at him. So he runs out of the room out these other double doors, not the entrance he came in, out these double doors where there's this robotic forklift that all it does is go back and oh, forth. Oh no, he didn't pull his gun yet. Pull his gun in a minute. I think crash that thing crashes or whatever. Oh, and he runs off through the double doors, and then two seconds later he comes out and he's like, he has his back to a set of barrels on a pallet as if. He got swept up in it, and the robot is driving him, you know, towards the wall. And he's like, whoa. Yeah, it's it's way out of he place. Pulls his gun on the thing. That's the, actually, I think it's a second, oh, second security, security guard. guard. Yeah, don't even or something. Yeah. He and, threatens the robotic arm. And it reaches for a fire hose that's there for whatever fucking garden, reason. Garden hose. Well, it's known as a fire hose. Not a full fire hose. It's one of those smaller ones that you get in a building. 
Maybe. And and it just shoots water at him, and he, oh god, I'm getting wet. No, no, no. Ah, the best part, the there's room. ball bearings on the floor from the uh, the crash from the first security guard. He leaves, says, fuck this, I'm done being comic relief. The second guy comes in, there's now foam on the ground, and they go a quick Yeah, water-activated foam for whatever right, reason. A quick, pan, a quick free shot that says, water-activated foam, and then the... The hose starts spraying on the foam, and then there's foam and ball bearings, and the second security guard is doing the thing where he's like a vaudeville, you know, actor slipping and falling and everything. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Well, then that no, the, the science guy comes in and starts doing that. Well, it's because he's gonna go shut off the power, which doesn't do anything. Right. For and reasons. I keep thinking, what kind of production facility doesn't have stop emergency stop buttons? Right. An automated one where people aren't supposed to be there. Um. Yeah, but those do too. Right. Been in automated facilities. They do too. Everything does. There's always there. So when somebody gets caught in the machinery, you can hit it before they get dragged in and but, killed. But how would it be so funny if this security guard didn't, like, you know, fall over constantly? Because hilarity. Because the 30 minutes of downtime or an hour of downtime resetting everything and putting things back where they go, because it's about how long it takes. Sometimes quicker, depending. I mean, yeah. But yeah. Is only a loss in production of maybe a million to two million, whereas the paying out for the uh, a dead employee is like ten million. Yeah. And companies actually think that way too. I, I hate to be cold like that, but they do. I know people are like, well, human life. Well, They're like, no, I've seen, I've seen Fight Club. I agree with you. That's. It's not. It's not. A, it's not because they're cruel. It's just how the real world works. It's like when you build buildings they used and, and bridges they used to consider the human toll too. And then figure out about how many people are probably gonna die building it. We're a little better about that now. A little safer. Come up with better techniques for doing things. Yep. Just accidents still happen, but at least it's not a there's probably gonna be about ten people dead building this bridge. Just so you know. Okay. Yeah. I think that's an acceptable number. Ten is good. Ten, ten, ten is better. That other bridge we did that other time, that, that had 78. Ten I is know. just a couple more of finger than fingers I have nowadays. <laughs> Thanks to the safety conditions of the 1950s. <laughs> anyway, that's our commentary on OSHA. We're so edgy. Uh... So he finally yeah, watches the whole tape or lives the whole tape. And yes, for the there's if it's supposed to be the afterlife, what's baffling is that one second he gets what basically a hellish vision, and then like he sees angels and shit, and then that's it. Yeah, I, I thought they were gonna have her go to hell, but yeah, apparently she was apparently she warranted just a, a quick stopover, like a flyover. Like, by the way, this is hell. You're not going here. We just wanted to show you all the people who are clearly not as good as you. Uh, could you put that cigarette out? There's no smoking on this flight. Oh well. I guess when we get to heaven, we'll worry about it then, madam. Yeah, and, and then, some random, like, nebula out there is, or a galaxy or something. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, his wife is yelling at him, Blah, blah, don't leave me. Come back, come back. It's like, Which doesn't what? affect anything. He doesn't act any different. He doesn't respond to her. He just finishes out the little vision, and he's like, oh, my God, it was amazing. He's like, yep, it was pretty cool. So, sushi? Anyone? Uh, I think we can find a late night place around here. And that's it. The movie just sort of ends there, and you're like, what? No, this is this could have been interesting. What did you do? Uh, yeah. 
I mean, again, like, you can see, like, the solid thread that they were, like, a couple solid threads they were trying to pull out. This is apparently based on a novel, by the way. And it feels like it. It feels like they were trying to adapt the whole goddamn novel and every plot and subplot into a film. Anyway. By the way, oh, this was the director's last movie. Oh, yeah. Wonder yeah. why. He apparently, well, actually, because Natalie Wood died, the uh, studio wanted to claim the insurance money. They're like because they took out insurance on the production, right? Because mm -hmm. like this isn't gonna sell. We're just gonna recoup our cost of the insurance. Call it good. And he was like, No, 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 no. We're gonna finish this. We're gonna. I'm pushing this turd out. It's happening. And they did make their money apparently. But his his fighting. They, they realized the, that this thing was a wash, and they wanted to go in there with a, an enema and just clean it all out. Yeah. And he's like, No. No, he's like, I'm not done. I can push this motherfucker out. It's like, you put that back in the box, hold on to the receipt, get your 395 back. Because I'm not done here. If I have to, I'll get the spoon, but I'm not taking the animal. Anyway, yeah, it's it's kind of oh, interesting. Oh my god, you know some company makes a pill that's basically just a bunch of fiber so that you can be all cleaned out and ready for the anals? Anyway. On to the emails. Yeah. Why not? Emails. Totally not jumping there. Anyways. Uh, oh, yeah, there we go. Right email account. That helps. <laughs> always, uh, always. Honey Badgers always lands. Is that the, the emails we're on, I believe? I think so. So, from Yotaro. Okay. I'm calling you out. Okay. When's the last time you, back in my day, gamers put together a LAN party. We, we haven't done a LAN party in a long time. Partially because it takes organization. When's the last time we played a game together? Been a while. I mean, an actual yeah. video game. Not, yeah, it's been years, I think. It's been a little. At this point. Yeah. You know why? Because multiplayer sucks now. Not always, no. Because even goes... And because we have lives and we're busy as fuck. Yeah. However, he points out, he's like, have you done couch co-op or local multiplayer in the past half decade? Yes, actually. Because Vanessa and I play Borderlands together, and then we recently just even popped in Diablo 3 in the console to have a little have a little fun, go through, just stab some things, and, you know, spend a Saturday. Uh, let's talk good old games. You mentioned Red Faction. I didn't play the original, only... The original's not very good, don't. Don't. But did you play the Battlefield Bad Company games? Yeah, yeah. They took a comedic tone, which is unheard of with the big two shooters, did they? They also had destructible environments. Not really. Which was a hoot in multiplayer. I didn't know when Battlefield introduced destructibility, and if you have it in the current games, but I know the Bad Company games had it, um, if you say so. We were talking about destructible environments and such. Remember a while ago? A good while ago. Yep. Yes, yes. Um, but uh, you know what? I don't have... I'm not... I don't require a LAN party, but I want an option where I can LAN computers and play them. Right. Especially for games that... Oh, man. It's more like... Because eventually, like, servers go offline. Com companies stop supporting it. That's fine. But... If I have the ability to pop the game into a machine, still being able to connect, say, locally with someone else who also has a machine and still play, you know, as opposed to, oh, this was a fun multiplayer game. Oh, I guess I can never play the multiplayer because those servers are offline now. Yep. Yep. 
like say Mercenaries 2, which was actually a fun game, just couldn't fucking play it if you patched it. If we wanted to, we could play SWAT 4. Yes. Because it's got land. Oh yeah, it worked. You can fucking play uh, Saints Row. Saints Row still includes land stuff, even on 4. Does it? Yeah. Oh. Yes. They apparently were like, oh, people might want to occasionally play us together. Cool. I don't see how those are going to be good in the next one. I don't know if they're even going to... We'll see what happens if they bother making another one. I don't know. I... I've always loved the Saints Row stuff. I even bought the Season Pass, and we all know my feelings on Season Passes. Yes. I was very disappointed in the last one because it didn't get me anything. Maybe did they've released something right did now. Did you check to see? Because Get Out of Hell has been out for a while, and you may, may have that. I might have that. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, uh, P.S. Yes. You want to know what the proper pronunciation of a word is? Here's a surefire method. If you hear a multisyllabic of a relatively new word uttered on Manga Pulse podcast, it's a good bet it's pronounced wrong. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Jiff. Deal with it. Yeah. I'm not a word talky kind of guy. You which know is what, weird. What the Jiff thing pisses people off? Because uh. it's. You don't say. You don't say Jiff and that kind of shit. And I'm just like. The guy that made it originally called it Jiff. Well, I mean, he changed his mind later because all of you people are like, no, it's GIF, but. Just because he's a quitter. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm not giving up on a good idea. And I yes, I know what it stands for. Graphical. Gah. You know what? Jif. Because peanut butter. Chew on that, bitch. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, anywho's, what's our next one? Uh, uh loves, Honey Badger loves destroying. You didn't get this one? Uh, What? Honey Badger loves destroying shit. It goes yeah. on with the last one. It's, it's a list of games that use destructible environments. Okay. I'm assuming he uh, got this from something. So here's the list. Battlefield 4. If you say so. Far Cry 2. No. I, if I you, don't. No. no this, is, this is how I know it's a list from something. The quote-unquote destructible environments. This is the wiki one or something like that. I think I've looked it up before. That's bullshit. Having a little wall that you can stick some that you have to stick C4 to to blow it up to get through to another room. No, that is not destructible environment. That's bullshit. That's just like Far Cry Primal. There's vines in the way, but you can use your fire. Oh, ooga booga fire. Burn vines. It's stupid. It's a waste of my time. Just let me hit it or something. I don't care. But that's not destructible environment. That's bullshit. It's like having to wait for a door to open. Slowly watching a lock turn. Except it's going to cost me money in the game. It's going to keep me from buying weapons and shit. Which I guess doesn't matter in Far Cry 2 because there's no trophy for getting all the weapons and all their upgrades. Yeah, pretty much. I know because I checked all the trophies because that's what I figured would be one for getting all like the paint and everything. Nope. Like, okay. Although I do like having the magic wrench. I kind of... I, I miss that. Although... I really wish there was like a hotkey or something in the console in Far Cry to switch to the blowtorch and just go murder people with that. Because that would be my weapon in Far Cry. Far Cry Primal? No, like uh, oh. three. Three and four. Because your vehicle repair four is a blowtorch. Is awesome. You didn't kill people with a blowtorch? You can. That's a trophy. Yeah. In two. Well, in two, you don't have a, you have a wrench, remember? No. Yeah, it's... Oh, no, in two, it's a wrench. Yeah. No, in three, sorry. Three, yeah. it's a trophy. Three, yeah, I wouldn't doubt. No, Far Cry 2, what did they have for destructible environment in that? Mm. Three had the one where you had the little 
stone walls you have to blow up to get to some of the... I don't know. Shit, I, it's been a long time since I played too. I didn't even play that far. I was like, this is boring. I played that one. You, you have, um... Malaria. Malaria in that one. Yeah. No, I played like a few minutes, and then I went around the map a bit, and I was like, I don't really get... Red Faction, of course. Incredible Hulk Ultimate Destruction. Okay. I don't play superhero games. They're all stupid. Maybe there's one that's good out there. Cool. I don't care. Uh, Fracture? Which one's Fracture? Oh, man. I vaguely recall seeing ads for that, but I never played. Mercenary series. See, we played the, we tried playing the second one, which I managed to get working as long as you have to, because the, the worst part, it forces you to patch it, but the patch breaks it, but all you gotta do is turn off your network connectivity and you can fucking play it. Just because series. No. No. There's not destructible environment. There's objectives to blow up. It doesn't change the actual environment. Okay. I mean... You blow up a gas tank... That's the same as saying in the Bond series where you blow up a red barrel or something. Kind of. I mean, I guess the point is that destructible environments are more of you're altering the landscape. Like, things that don't just blow up on their own. Minecraft, obviously. That's the whole point of the game. Yeah, it destroys everything. It's not just destructible, it's moldable environment. It's destroy everything and put it into a little box that you've made out of parts of the environment. Because you like the world to be neat and tidy. Yeah. Battlefield Billet Company 2. Was it? No, was it? Was it? Yeah. I don't know. That's what the hell is Breach? Don't know. Bonus pictures from a very recent land party. Hooray! Uh, okay. Raw picture. Should you guys we... made a poster? Hey, yeah, that's what happens when Were you... you at this or is this just a land party? I'm assuming it was there. <clears throat> anyway. Should we just probably move on to our individual discussions here? You don't want to go through the easements? Not too far. Probably get some of these done and wrap things up. I, I, I guess. So what do you got? You didn't want to get Tag's email? He's listening, even. Yeah. I mean... This is pretty simple. Yeah? Which method do you use when cleaning your guts? Barrel snake or pads? Pads. pads. I don't have a barrel snake. Yeah. Well, not that I'm against them. I've actually, I've considered it, but I don't really have a lot of long rifles. I've only got, I mean, yeah. It, I might switch to it for the, the barrel. We'll see. I may have one from AR. Because I got a cleaning kit from from brother-in-law. I haven't had to because I haven't shot my AR because I don't have fucking sights! I have to fucking change out my goddamn gas block to put sights on the damn thing. That's very weird. I've done a lot of me very close measurements, and I cannot find a standoff that'll make it the right height so that I can make it level with the back Picatinny rail. Yep. So I'm just going to have to change out the gas block to another one and hope that that fixes it. And I don't know if that's going to fix it or not because I don't know if maybe the back Picatinny rail's at the wrong height for everything else that you get on the front. Anyway. I think this would be more standard. You would think. Maybe it is. Maybe I just got the weird fucking gun. That's probably what it is. <laughs> um, anyways, that, that's about it for that. Oh, real quick, random thing for you. Sure. Uh, for gun cleaning. If you get some lead fouling in your gun, which I've had that. Yeah? Mm -hmm, you just get a, you just go get a wire brush cleaner for the bore and get one size too big. 
Okay. It'll still fit down the bore. It's just slightly bigger than what's made for that size bore. And just shove that fucker in there. It'll come clean. Eventually. Usually the stuff that cleans the lead. Oh, yeah, it's pretty quick, actually. I had a Glock for work that I, you know. I fired some cheap ammo through, wasn't yep. it? Yeah. Yeah, you don't put lead ammo through a Glock. It's not going to ruin the gun. It's just going to lead pallet, and then you won't have grooves, and your bullets won't spit. And then you're literally spitting bullets. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, enough of the ease mails. And uh, I'll just talk about mine real quick because I don't think it'll take long. Sure. Yeah. Uh, the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Okay. Didn't we talk about that? I checked and no. Okay. I take your word for it. Unless we talked about it in a previous episode and we never actually uh, put it in a description. You know, when we did it just when we did manga polls, but we talked about movies anyways. That's the only way we would have talked about it. But it's not in a description anywhere. Alrighty. I'm searching right now. No, just typing it for getting it in yeah. my notes. Ugh. Yes, I, I searched. It's not there unless I've done something wrong. If we have talked about it before, I apologize. But I couldn't find it. So, uh, many of you probably know what it is. How many of you actually bothered to watch it, though? Which one? The 1947 one or the 2013 one? 2013. I didn't know there was an older version. Yeah, apparently. Don't know if it's even related. When did it come out? 2013, the one year... No, no, the other one. 1947. Oh. Didn't know if it's related at all. I didn't know either. I'll look it up in just a moment. See if it's, you know... Written by Steve Conrad. Did not know that either. Um, It's... Ben Stiller. Ben Stiller. Uh, it's a weird movie where he has an overactive imagination, which slowly gets taken over by his real life. Anyways, I'll just talk about what happens real quick. Uh, ben Stiller is um, works for Time Magazine, and it's being shut down. Well, not shut down. It's being the production or the the paper version is being shut down, and they're just going to the online version. I think it was Time, wasn't it? I don't know. Whatever magazine. One of those big time. I think it's time. Newsweek. People. Oh, some other magazines should probably just disappear by now. People. U.S. people. I thought it was time. I don't know. No, I'm not sure. Maybe it wasn't time. But it's one of those ones with pictures. Right? Right. But that's all that's important, right? It's one of those popular magazines we all know. I, I, think, it, I think it is a remake because the description, the synopsis of the original with this one with Danny Kay says, A clumsy daydreamer gets caught up in a sinister conspiracy. Eh, maybe. Similar idea. Kind of. But anyways, um, he's misplaced, at least he thinks, the, um, the picture that's supposed to be the final cover of the magazine by the the great amazing photographer they have who is played by um uh, oh, I can't think of his ass that that one that guy god damn he's a, my he's brain a dude. he has ears well they don't list it at the top here well, because he doesn't not. play that big a part there, you know there's the full cast and crew if you really I'm getting there why isn't he at the top he's one of the more expensive guys yeah, maybe he was doing an spec, or just he was they had him for a day, and he was like, "Hey, I show up, I hold the camera, and be like, hey, what's going on? I'm the man.'" Conor O'Brien was in it. Oh, oh yeah, the that one scene where he was on the show in his imagination. Imagination. Something's not right here. 
Are you listed. sure you're thinking about the right movie? And yes, you're... I'm thinking about the right movie. He's just not listed in... Huh. Brain. Anyways, I'll try and think of his name in the moment. We'll just continue on. Yeah. Right? He's lost the, the, the thing, the, the slide, the... Negative. Negative. I was going to say, like... That's the word I'm looking for. Now, he's lost it. He's, he's misplaced the negative. At least he thinks he has, or he didn't get it. And he's trying to track down the photographer to get the negative... Which makes sense, because it's set in 2013 when digital f camera had just been released on the public market. In fact, some of them still used, you know, floppy disks as memory storage. Well, he's one of those pretentious photographers that only f shoots on film still. Which is why he's considered a good photographer. Um, and Walter that, Mitty, yeah. you know, Ben Stiller's character, is actually in charge of cataloging and preserving all of the negatives. That's his job. Yeah, in between getting punched in the nuts by little fuckers. Yeah. Uh, but he has this crazy imagination that they just break into seamlessly usually where he's you know rescuing people from burning buildings and going into space or whatever crazy fucking thing it is where he just kind of zones out and people just make fun of him because the people that are there to shut down the magazines are all dickheads so can we pretend that this is what happened to the guy from sidekicks his karate career didn't work out and he went there to work we go. for time yeah except you know yeah, but anyways, back to pretentious douchebags with their douchey bag beards, because only douchebags have beards. There's a lot of math behind that, just so well, you know. Well, <laughs> you can't say that all people that have beards are douchebags. Just most douchebags have beards. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I, I guess you I can't need to shave. I guess you can't say every <laughs> one of the facial tattoo has a, has a mug shot, but a lot of them do. Uh, anyway, the, the enchanter are angry because he can't grow a beard. <laughs> Not that the hair won't grow out his face; it just grows out and like, and it looks like pubes. I I, I, I have my brother as a test case for that, so <laughs> I'm quite. Uh, I'm like, yes, okay. Which I'm glad we haven't picked up any of the pushing of the muffin up there. Yes, uh, the muffin puffin. Yeah, there's a little bit of that going on. Every once in a while you have to hear the slaps and stuff. You go, ah, damn it. Oh, they get energy enough to do that. <laughs> it's not just sort of a wet blorp. Ah, you thank know. you. Thank you for that imagery. You know, like the kind of garbage that gets soaked by the coffee grounds and then it just falls and you just hear kind of a soft whoomph. Whoomph, thank you. Yep. Thank you. If you. And then you're hoping... Sean Penn, by the way, is the photographer. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yeah. I had to look up on fucking Wiki because seriously, he's not listed here on the the IMDb. Did you feel like you were on drugs? You're like, I know he's in here. This guy with the face. He's, he's fairly big actor, right? Yeah. Kind of, slightly big, and he's not even fucking Andy Richter has a higher thing on here than he does. There he is, way the fuck down here. Yeah. Maybe maybe some of the brain damage they took for I am Sam is still lingering, and they couldn't. They like, hey. Just sign your name so we make sure you get in the credits. He failed he's, to do so. He's in between Afghan and soccer playing Sherpa. Cool. Oh, it's they did it in order of appearance. Yeah. <laughs> so, moving on. He what, has these fantasies. Did he show before that? Maybe not in person. I don't know. Whatever. So, fantasies, blah, blah, blah. But anyways, he has to go track down Sean Penn's character, right? Which ends up leading him on these adventures. Okay. This whole time... He's he's set, like the, at the beginning he sets up this whole this account with one of those online dating group things right and it has this question like what have you done in your life or something 
or whatever, and he has something stupid. And they apparently have the best customer service ever, because they actually call him up to finish filling out his profile. This must be like $75 a month. It's got to be a because lot. Because there's no... And it's not even someone from India, right? Let no, it's... it's um, you, you know the voice as soon as you hear it? I can't think of it. He's uh, the comedian that's... It, of course, he won't be listed in here anywhere, because... He didn't, Boom! He didn't appear. My brains are going to be blown out here. Ugh. Damn you, IMDb! You know, the best part is I know every time you and I struggle with a name, I know Vanessa wants to kill us because she could name it, probably, if she'd seen it. She'd just be like, it's, it's, of course it's that, you know. And she just. I'm terrible with names to begin with, and I keeping track of all these people, especially when they're not helping me on these things. I apparently should have wrote down every cast member's name on a sheet of paper before we started. There is generally a reason we have IMDb open when we're doing this show, and even when we're not, because we're... I've got it and Wiki open trying to find these ass. Patton Oswalt is his That's e ridiculous. eHarmony customer service representative. It's eHarmony, by the way. Oh, okay. Thankfully, thankfully, the Wiki is a little bit more organized. Yeah. Yes, but um, he's just like, have you done anything? You've seen that in the commercials, I'm assuming. And he's just like, yeah, no. And then he keeps doing these things where he calls him up and he's in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, uh, I just jumped from a helicopter. And, yeah, I'm in Afghanistan now. You're what? Yeah, um, I'm in the Himalayas. i got to make oxygen choices. And all that shit was, of course, in the commercials. Right. But it's more entertaining in the movie because he's like, at this point, he's just like, oh, yeah, you. Um, I don't want to be a dick, but... <laughs> Penn Oswald does show up in person at one point. That's good. Because when he gets back to America from Afghanistan, they they're like, of course they they pick him up and they just hold him there because like, what are you doing in Afghanistan? Why did you cross these mountains? What are you doing there? And do you know anybody? Do you have any ID? No. Um. So he has to call up Patton Oswald as the only person who knows who the fuck he is. His eHarmony customer service rep. To come bust him out of... Bail him out, rather. Yeah, well, not really bail. He hasn't committed a crime, but somebody's got to prove who he is. To untangle that web, pull that thread a little bit. And, and he, he learns this great feel-good bullshit blah, 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 right? And the thing's very feel-good the whole time, which makes you kind of want to puke a little bit inside the whole time. But oh. no matter what, no matter how contrived it is, no, no matter how bad... Uh, ben Stiller's uh, skateboarding stunt double is. Because they have him do tricks and stuff every once in a while because apparently he was a skater when he was young. And it's just this bad stunt double and you're just like, oh god, couldn't you even give him a wig or something? Or a better wig? Anyway, for some reason you watch it and you do feel good. And, and it's just, it's almost annoying that they call him feel good, right? Because you're supposed to feel good afterwards, but you never do. You usually feel a little sick inside. You know what I'm talking about? You're like, wow, that was contrived and stupid. This one, you're actually just like, damn it, I'm happy. How'd they do that? Damn you, Ben Stiller. And then you want to go do things with your life. You're like, I need to travel the world. So if you ever want to motivate yourself to get shit done, go watch this movie. That's what I want to talk about it mostly. It's very motivational. Hooray. It's not a super great movie. It's mostly just... It's entertaining, I guess. Yeah. Sean Penn is Sean Penn. 
don't worry about him. He just shows up for a minute, and Sean Penn's for a minute. And you're like, oh, thanks, Sean Penn. And he's like, don't mind me. I'm on my way to try to get another Oscar. It's the only high I get out of life anymore. <laughs> That's pretty much why they picked him. He fits the character so well. Yeah, yeah well. Contrived Sean Penn is Sean Penn. Yeah. Thank you, Sean Penn. Sean Penn, Sean Penn. He's almost as bad as Matt Damon. So Matt Damon can punch people. I, why is it I feel like we lost the wrong pen? That's the thing. <laughs> We lost Chris Penn, who was comfortable being in shitty martial arts movies and science fiction, and we got stuck with the guy who would play the mentally handicapped person he is deep inside. You never go full retard. Oh, sorry. Anyway. That's a great fucking movie. Yes. That's also Ben Stiller, too. Yep. Yeah. So, I'd like to talk about, actually, a also fairly recent movie, The Witch. Burner! Yeah. Thank you. No. Uh, Thank you. I don't know if you uh, saw this at all. Here, I'll just kind of turn over just what? to... Why, why am I watching some girl Photoshop kissed by somebody? What? I don't know. Where? Oh, that's just the, is that, their, is that's that, their article. Is that who I think it is in the background? I think it's supposed to be Will, Will Smith's Smith? daughter. Because it's like, women who act and their dads who got them the acting bug. And well, I'm is like, that a real thing? Because it looks so Photoshopped. I don't know. Anyway, so what what are you showing me for real? I was just showing you the poster for The Witch in case maybe you saw it or, like, you know, the title. That kind of thing, if it stood out. So, it has a couple things I like. I, I, I generally... Is this like... found footage? No, no. Oh, thank God. No, it, it, that's, that's number one right there. It's a horror movie made in the last five years that's not found footage. Actually, it came out, in fact, this year. I think in February. Uh, so that's cool. Number, number, number one... It, no found footage. Number two, it came out in February, not October. There's something I've learned about horror movies, is that generally horror movies that come out around Halloween are crap. I feel like they're either movies that have been sitting on basically on the back burner all year, and then they kind of dump them off on October, rather than a horror movie like, hey, this is a good time to release a horror movie. Okay. Or they rush them. That feels like the, the, either way. You got the ones where they're like, like, let's take something from the headlines and rush it out really quickly and it's, make it spooky. Like, hey, the internet's still scary to these kids, right? So unfriended will happen. Let's film it as if it's all done on shitty webcams and people want to kill themselves and it's really stupid. And also somehow the fat kid gets eaten by a blender. Okay. Because after all, it's like, look, I get blenders are sharp, but they're not... It's like, unless the blender grows legs and the glass falls off, it's not dangerous. No. Yeah. Blenders are not. It's kind of like a garbage disposal. Unless you stick your hand down there, it's not going to come get you. Rawr, I'm the garbage disposal. Oh no, the garbage disposal. Don't kill me. Well, fine. Uh, just don't come. Well, I don't know if a garbage disposal can hurt you too much sticking your hand. I know it can, but not like. I think it cuts on the bottom side, sort of. I don't know. I'm not sure I really want to know. I haven't really stuck my hand in a garbage disposal. I don't suggest it to anybody. I know that much. No. Anyway, just trying to think because I think it's. I don't know. I have to relook now. I'm going to be shining a flashlight down my sink soon. You are. Actually, no, I'll use my boroscope. There you go. That's what you got it for, right? Well, it was like fucking 20 bucks, and I got it because it plugs into my cell phone. Guess what cell phone it doesn't work on? Mine! <laughs> Thank you, Google, for using the Type C USB that nothing else uses. Yep. Thanks. Hey, hey again. I, bet, I bet the Google Glass would have used it. 
<laughs> you know, there's parts of me that like it. I mean, it charges super fucking fast, but God damn it, that's annoying. I can't use any fucking normal chargers at all. I have to buy expensive as fuck ones. I can't use peripherals. I can't. Ugh. The idea was I could just have a borrow scope on my cell phone. Yes. It's cool, right? No. I'm good. Anyway. Uh, so, uh, number two, obviously, as I said, uh, three. The other thing I really like, there's a lot of things to like about this movie, by the way. Uh, it's a small cast, it's a small setup. Yes, big casts are terrible. No, Never, it's not. All movies with big casts just are terrible. No, but the thing is that when you have a smaller cast in something that's supposed to be atmospheric, like a horror film, it's actually kind of useful to have a small cast because... You want the audience to identify with the characters and to feel what they're feeling. You want them to resonate with that. Real quick, are you going to start making furniture out of pallets, drinking bourbon, and listening to records because they sound better? No. You sure? Okay, why? I don't know. You're just making sure you're not turning into a hipster. No, I'm just pointing out, okay, horror movies on a when you have a big cast don't work as horror movies very effectively. It's not impossible. I'm just saying is that you have a whole new set of challenges to overcome. And what's what the normal language of film is to okay get your audience to identify with the characters, for the atmosphere you're creating, right? Okay, typically. Yeah. Horror is you want something to be fucking spooky. It's easy to do when you have a smaller cast to make people feel fear. Humor is easy. You could do broad. I think things. it's impossible for Hollywood to do without jump scares anymore. This I has, don't think they understand. This has no jump scares that I know of. Really? Yeah. There's no jump scares, and it came out in the last 15 years. You believe it? I, like, if it has any jump scares, like I must have missed it or I tuned it out. I literally hate them. There's they, no. If there's a thing that I could say triggers me, that would be that and the sound effect of of drinks in commercials, especially on the radio blink. when they're like that. Car, you know, whatever delivers this, and they just start pouring it. I literally get angry at my radio and start smashing at buttons until it shuts up and changes or something because I hate it so much. It's so stupid. It's literally insulting on a level that I can't even describe. Anyway, so this this should actually go to the top. I think all of a sudden of my things I like about it. speaking of jump scares, there's no fucking cat. Because that's the biggest crutch a lot of horror films rely on is, oh my god, it was the cat all along. What? You know, well, like, you know, someone hears a noise and they go, what is it? And they go around the house and it's a spooky moment. And then, meow. Or then you have the cat jump scare even. Where it's like, meow. And they're like, oh, it's just the cat. Oh, I'm so startled. So is the audience. Thank God you paid money and bought that popcorn to come watch this. Okay. That was worth it, right? Because your heart jumped, skipped a few beats. It's like, yes, I could the same effect if someone just started pulling the legs out from under my chair. Oh, there's children. Like, there's children in this movie? There are children in this movie. Are the children the spooky thing? They die. Oh, okay. Yeah, the children die. A lot of... Everyone but one person dies. This is a good thing. Well, no, I hate is when they, they make the children the spooky thing because kids... And then just... That gets really old. No. See, it's possessing the child. You're going, stop doing that. Please. You're like, yes, everyone agrees children are horrible, creepy things. Can we just move on? No, no, what's, what's great is also, hey, here's another wonderful thing. No one no one talks in veiled like, it's coming. What? What's that? They don't play the pronoun game, you know, where uh-huh. someone clearly knows something. And they're like, what's coming? Him. 
Okay. Thank you for being mysterious, screenwriter who didn't want to put down... It's the devil. It's the fucking devil. Just say, it's Satan. There we go. I just saved you 35 minutes. Aren't there different people, though? What? No. Wait. Depending. Like, devil's like a generic, like, any enemy or the enemy of God. Satan, I think, specifically refers to Lucifer. Satan or... is Lucifer, right? Baby. Lucifer much... is on Earth. He's not in hell. They always get that one wrong. Well, they also get that hell isn't always isn't isn't spelled out what we think well, of Lucifer's it. Lucifer's the angel. He was cast to Earth, not to hell. He doesn't run hell. Lucifer the series got that wrong, but no, whatever. It's still an entertaining series. Well, we'll see if it's still entertaining. But yeah, okay, anyway. lots of things do that. Right. So uh, that's a good thing. This is all very good things. No, no prescient dreams. No one waking up suddenly startled by things or anything like that. Uh, Creepy imagery, a little bit here and there. So obviously there is supposed to be a witch. Uh, we start off with the family, who is apparently on a plantation. Uh, okay. They get banished for some reason. There's some sort of religious agreement between dad and the people who run the plantation. Not very clear exactly what's going on. Uh, it's, some of the dialogue is hard to understand because they have very pretty heavy British accents. And the one guy here, Ron, or no, Ralph, Ralph Innocent who has done a lot of small work. He was a policeman in The Kingsman, for example. That kind of thing. You know what you do with uh, this kind of stuff? Huh. Subtitles? You turn off subtitles. Yeah, it's true. Especially uh, on the heavy British shit. Yeah, especially, like, yeah. He has a deep voice, too, which doesn't help. His accent is a little, like, you know, and I'm like, I don't know. Usually I've watched enough English stuff, because I typically watch a, a decent amount of English stuff in general. Not because I, I have a low affair, it just happens. That I can follow some of the really bad accents, but it's been a while, so I would probably give up and don't sometimes. Anyway, so he does a top-notch job as the father, by the way. Okay. Because here's another thing, okay? The family's religious, which here's what is awesome about this, and you wouldn't ever hear me say this about most. You know how oftentimes when you have the religious family or they depict Puritans, and I use the quotes heavily because people's idea of Puritans is simply the pilgrims, you know, buckle hats and shit, forgetting anyway, uh, they picture them as religious zealots, like basically the Westboro Baptist Church of their day kind of people, the kind of people that would gladly just murder anyone, and the second someone says the word witch, like they just pull out stones out of their pockets and kill their daughters, you know, just bam, 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 bam. like someone said witch, machine guns, bam, bam, bam. we got her, we're all safe. How come all the women folk are dead? I don't know. I don't know how that happened. But I guess it's going to be a sausage vest till we get some more from England. Yeah. Anyway, they're religious appropriate for the era. Like, like the father is very much, obviously, into, like, he's like he's teaching the kids scripture and, like, concepts and everything. And there's one part where they're going on a hunt. He's taking his son, the, the, the youngest, the oldest boy, Caleb out in the woods hunting and he's like reading a writing concept about original sin and the only way to get rid of it but he's not like crazy religious like he doesn't whip them like oh you took the large name in vain I'm gonna beat your face off kind of thing no uh, they seem human I'm like oh my god this feels like someone wrote this from the historical perspective realizing human beings although they didn't have access to the internet weren't necessarily fucking evil just because they, they had a religion that's weird mm. We're also quite intelligent. Yeah. Anyway, 
what they do a very good job too is we see glimpses of a witch but we're not sure if it's actually going on and i say it's because a lot of the things that are happening to the characters that convince them that things is because they're they're they strike out on their own they're running their own little farm all these little things add up to convince them that something bad is happening life is stressful right like for example uh the mother starts freaking out because she had a silver cup it was the only thing she had left of like her father's and it's gone missing, and she thinks that maybe the daughter, the oldest daughter, Tomlinson, did something with it. Uh, it turns out the father actually pawned it for traps, because he's like, okay, we're going to be living by ourselves. He's like, hopefully she won't notice the silver cup is missing, and uh, I'll make it up to her some other time. So this causes a little rift in the family, and then the harvest with the corn goes bad. And there's a couple other things that stack up. Basically, they're showing the rising stress level and how they're kind of willing to point and blame that there's something else going on like uh, someone mentions a witch at one point and it kind of gets stuck in their head and it builds as things go more and more wrong like for example uh the, one of the very first things that goes really wrong is that the baby the the second son disappears the the oldest daughter's taking care of him in a field she's playing peekaboo she like pulls her hands away and he's gone okay right they're like, well, maybe a wolf did it, but, you know, what, what if a witch stole him? You know, because I didn't see any wolf. What the fuck, right? And you can start to see how people in that kind of situation, if you didn't have anything to, like, if you, you started having this huge, awful string of bad luck like that, right? You might start thinking there was someone out to fucking get you, right? Some fucking agent of Satan, because shit just sucks. Seeing as that's what people typically do. They, right. They look for something, some kind of an excuse to explain away things. They look for an outside force to explain their current misfortune a lot of times, and whether that's... Conspiracy theories. Yeah. No, there, there's plenty of things like that. It's quite easy to see. And that's what I really like, is that, for the most part, you, there's no confirmation there's actually a witch. Uh, at the very, very end, something happens. We see the surviving character go off in the woods and seemingly join the witches. I, I took that as either they had gone crazy and thought they were joining the witches, or it was... A spoiler, and there actually was a witch the whole time. I, I kind of hope it was more towards the first part that they were going for. This person has gone crazy because everyone else in the family is dead because of awful shit. All right. It's I I was shocked that this was such a that it was a it felt like a back to basics kind of thing. I was like, cool, down more more a little more like this once in a while. Rather, I, like I saw an ad for a horror movie coming out soon. And it didn't look like there was anything supernatural about it. Yeah. And I was like, what? 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 Or zombies. No more zombies. Please. Oh, God. Enough. Uh, I looked up games coming out recently. Zombie games! Zombie, 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 zombie. Fuck you. Well, we're coming up in a fall, remember? And, yeah. Just, just enough with the zombies everywhere. Enough. Hasn't the craze ended? Isn't nobody watching The Walking Dead anymore? No, funny people. Didn't they end did. that? Didn't, if they didn't, why didn't they? Because they don't like us. I don't know and if you've noticed. We don't. We don't matter, but we do, bitch. So. How is? I don't understand how everybody else isn't tired of fucking zombies at this point. I don't know. Don't, don't look at me. If I had the answer, I'd stop it. I really would. I would put the brakes on that behemoth. I haven't found a way to, but... 
Anywho, uh, anything else you want to throw in there? Site news and such? No, I think we're good. I think we can wrap this up. Uh, prepare for our manga polls next week. Oh, well, quick. Uh, one thing. Um, those of you out there, uh, if you think you can draw uh, in a playing card style, let me know. And whatever that means to you, just let, let me know. Send an email to me, chat, whatever. Send it to us. And... Yeah. Okay. 